0: In this week's parsha we read when Avram Avinu notices travellers on the road, he runs towards them and he tells them, Atmayam, please take a little bit of water and a small piece of bread, and recline under the tree. However, once the guests entered his home, Avram prepares for them a lavish party, three calves with tongue and mustard. And the question is, we would think Avram, the person who epitomized the The man who introduced this concept of welcoming guests to the world would be more enthusiastic while outlining the amenities that he's about to provide. So rather than promising just a little bit of water and bread, we would have expected that Avram would promise them a huge gourmet meal and put them up in the penthouse. So why did he minimize his accommodations? So I'd like to share with you a very powerful idea. People are very often reluctant to invite guests into their homes because they feel that their house is not conducive to hosting guests. People rationalize, We don't have enough matching chairs. We don't even own a matching set of 12 dishes. Our dining room hasn't been painted in 15 years. The guest room, it doesn't have a private entrance. It's embarrassing to bring guests into such a house. This house is not appropriate for such hush of a guest." So we'd rather not invite any guests if we can't give them the honor that they deserve. However, Avraham Avinu is teaching us this popular adage. Don't let perfect be the enemy of the good. When it comes to the mitzvah of Archem, it doesn't have to be so perfect. So you didn't bake Haim Mishakalas this week. You didn't make a fancy dessert. It doesn't matter. Invite them in anyway. They don't need more. It's the companionship and the camaraderie that they crave. With this idea, we can perhaps understand the very difficult Gemara Mesechta's Bab Metzia. The Gemara says, When the three guests arrive, Avram tells Sarah, Quickly prepare for the guests Kemach Soilus. The Gemara says, Since Avram said Kemach, which is coarse flour, and Sarah said Soilus, Fine flour, Mikan we derive from here, she'isha a'ne'a tzara ba'archem, that a woman is stingier than a man towards her guests. But the question is, it should be just the opposite. Sarah was the one that said soilus She was the one that wanted to give the guests the better quality bread. So why does the Gemara say that she'isha a'ne'a tzara ba'archem? And perhaps it's this same idea. A woman thinks twice before she extends someone an invite. She rationalizes, My house has to be perfectly clean. I must offer them three choices of meat and exotic side dishes. And I even have to come up with a new dish they haven't seen before. And it becomes so overwhelming. And she says, I'd rather not go through the hassle of preparing a meal that's fit for a king. So she says, Sorry, maybe next time. Says the Gemara, Ram told Sara, Kemach, it doesn't have to be perfect. Whatever you prepared for us, just add a few more beans to the chalent and serve it to them as well. But Sarah replied, No, soylas, guests are coming. It has to be perfect. I must serve them something special from the latest whisk magazine. Says the Gemara, Mekan, we derive from here, She'isha Aine'a Tzahra Ba'archem. Because everything has to be so perfect, she will always be hesitant to invite guests into her home. Avram is teaching us proper hospitality is not inviting guests when it's convenient for you, but rather when your guests need a meal or a place to stay. Even when now is not the ideal time for you. Because sometimes all they want to see is that you care and experience the love and the warmth your home offers. Reb Noach Weinberg, the founder of Aisha Torah, was very prolific in being makar of Yidin from all over the world and bringing them back to Yiddishkeit. He once said, Our generation is very different from previous generations. In the past, it was very unusual to succeed in inducing even one unaffiliated Jew to return to Yiddishkeit. But today, I have a yeshiva in Yerushalayim and I keep on gathering young men and turning them into balei Tshuva. So what change?" Sir so Noich explained, As we approach the culmination of history, Hashem has bestowed upon this generation remarkable koichas, the power to inspire Balachuva. Hashem has ignited within the heart of every Jew an intense yearning to return to Yiddishkeit. So all we need to do is show them the light. And it doesn't take much. Even a small gesture can make all the difference. Warm smile, a friendly good morning, a heartfelt handshake, and if you're feeling bolder, invite them for a meal on Shabbos. It will undoubtedly leave an indelible impact on them. When they see that you are sincere, they will be inspired to live such a life. Reb Noich's words have proven to be prophetic. As we witness the Yad Hashem and we hear the footsteps of Mashiach approaching, we see thousands of unaffiliated Jews returning to Yiddishkeit. A woman that lives in a kibbutz close to the Gaza border was interviewed by an Israeli TV station and she said over one of the most incredible stories we've heard since the war began. On that fateful day, on that Shabbos, October 7th, this woman heard gunshots outside her house. She quickly grabbed two sharp knives and she told her two young daughters, This is a very unusual situation. We are in grave danger. She looks through the people and she can't believe her eyes. Six terrorists are standing outside her door with their rifles drawn and they're chanting in Arabic. And she realized that her life and the lives of her daughters are in great jeopardy. At that moment, she looked up and she said, Hashem, I promise you one thing. I promise you from this moment on, I will keep all of my Shabbasim until the day I die. Hashem, please protect me and my children because I'm in great danger. This cannot be my last day on this earth. I have not finished my tikkun in this world. Please, Hashem, I ask for your mercy. And she said, as soon as I finished saying those words, they skipped my house. They moved on to the next house. The terrorists simply vanished. The power of Shabbos. We need to share it with our unaffiliated brothers and sisters. Lasseis es a Shabbas, Ladarisam. es a If we observe the Shabbos, La there will be a continuity of generations. And now we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.